The Weather Jazz Podcast. Almost anything can happen. Why? Because it's Open Line Friday. Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything. Weather, science, earth, science, and even off-topic things. We'll cover a few of those today because it is Friday. We made it. It is Open Line Friday. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz Podcast, Andre Bernier, and I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 350, a nice landmark. For Friday, July 22nd, 2022, we're handily inside the second half of meteorological summer. More on that in just a little bit. It is Open Line Friday. I've got a lot of off-topic things to cover before we take the break. And of course, I will be reading from Alex Price's book, whose title is Never Give Up, How I Stayed Strong Through Life's Challenges and I'll be reading an abridged version of Chapter 2 coming up today after the break, as promised. I'm actually releasing this episode a little on the early side today. And the reason for that is my schedule at Fox A, WJW Television, has changed for today only, mixing it up a little bit. And in order to make the new schedule with all of our new meteorological team in place work. Our management team asked me if I could slide over and do the noon and 4 p.m. weather segments today. And Dante Jones will be covering 5, 6, 7, and 10 tonight. And our newest meteorologist, Mackenzie Bart, will be joining me at some point in Weather Jazz. You'll get to know her probably sometime here in the next couple of weeks. And um, I'm assuming it's going to be an open line Friday, kind of an open-ended conversation with one of our newest members of the team. You have yet to meet Alexis Walters, and we'll get her on the program as well. But I'll be sliding over to do the noon and four. So here I am in the Weather Jazz studios very early in the morning, having already had my breakfast and uh, the sun is just coming up over the hill now. But we had an interesting weather scenario last night. We had a little system slide through in the uh, overnight period. We told the folks on Fox 8 last night that uh, most of the action would occur while they were sleeping. That is, Unless, of course, the thunderstorms were loud enough to wake you up. And, well, they were doing just that. Although, initially, I woke up right around 3.30 this morning to the sight of one furball vis-a-vis our cat, uh, whose name is Frosty. And maybe I'll tell you the story of how Frosty got its name uh, some 10 or so years ago. Another story for another time. But Frosty is our beloved furball here in the Bernier household. And I woke up at 3.30 
to see this fur ball tucked right next to my side of the bed. And I thought, well, this is kind of unusual. And then I saw it, a flash of lightning. And I thought, aha, Frosty does not like thunderstorms. And he frequently will hide under the bed if the thunderstorm is loud enough. Now, recently, in the last year or two, he has stayed out from under the bed if the thunderstorm was more of a garden variety. But if it was loud, rambunctious, cantankerous, well, Frosty would find a home for a little while under the bed where he felt completely safe. So I saw the lightning, and sure enough, it started sliding in. The rain was particularly heavy, and we ended up with about an inch and a half of rain in about 30 minutes' time. And uh, that sounded absolutely delightful on a metal roof, uh, something we've had since last year. At any rate, it lasted a while. If you'd like to see some of the pictures of the thunderstorm that slid across the Weather Jazz studios this morning, you can go to weatherjazz.com, episode number 350, and check out the photos there. Now, on Wednesday night, it was a different story. It was severe weather time. And it wasn't the severe weather that really got our attention. It was what happened at sunset. The anvil of the thunderstorm complex produced the kind of mamatus show, mamatus uh, being the type of cloud that frequently points to a severe weather episode nearby. It's the kind of mamatus field that you would think that you would see in places like Kansas or Oklahoma or Nebraska, or Iowa. It was impressive. I've not seen very many Mamatis cloud decks like this in Ohio, other than maybe a handful of times. I can count on one hand in almost 35 years that I've seen Mamatis like this. Our viewers are great at Fox 8. We have had a number of photos that were submitted And I'll pick the best of the best and put one or two of them up there. Episode 350 at weatherjazz.com. Go check it out. And I think that you will say, yes, that indeed was an impressive field of cumulonimbus mammatus clouds on Wednesday night. All right, time to take a quick break. When we come back, I will read from Alex Price's book, Chapter 2, an abridged version, coming up. And we're back on a Friday, again, releasing this episode a little on the early side because I'm heading into the station early today. And uh, so you get an early release of Weather Jazz on this Friday, as promised. Now, let's give you some of the highlights of chapter two of Alex Price's book, Never Give Up, How I Stayed Strong Through Life's Challenges. I will post a link to Alex's book for those of you interested in grabbing a copy for yourself. And I did mention that Alex just puts it out there. He's very honest and he's very raw at times, but in a delightful way that will make you appreciate his journey through life thus far. He's 25 years old, and he's just celebrated his 25th birthday recently. We discussed that in my office at New Promise Church uh, when he came to pay me a visit. And uh, yes, Alex did, at uh, my request, autograph 
my copy of his book, and uh, you'll even see a photograph of his inscription. I'll post that on weatherjazz.com, episode number 350. So here we go. Chapter two. In my short lifetime, I have already been through seven surgeries, and none of which were a walk in the park. In 2005, while I was in my elementary school, I found out that I required hip surgery because my right hip had become dislocated and was causing me a great deal of pain. When I first went in for surgery, the doctors told my mom and me that I would only be in the hospital for a couple of days to up to a week. This, however, turned into two weeks due to complications during the surgery. My nurse had placed the epidermal to alleviate the pain in the wrong location, causing a spinal fluid leak. This leak wasn't discovered until several days after the surgery when my mom noticed that I was having bad headaches and my back was dripping wet. This mistake almost cost me my life, and I'm very thankful for my mom exposing the problem and for God watching out for me. During my summer vacation from school in 2005, I had another surgery, this time on my teeth. I had to get 14 baby teeth pulled at once, and let me tell you, that was miserable. Fortunately, though, that surgery was not accompanied by any complications, so I'm thankful for that. In 2014, one of the metal rods in my back had popped out of its place. Unfortunately for me, this meant that I had to return for yet another surgery. The rod was pointing out towards my shoulder and rubbing against my skin. As you can imagine, the pain was agonizing and needed to be dealt with immediately. It was dealt with, but not without an experience worth sharing. The day that I had this second back surgery, I saw heaven. The memory that I have from this day is still so clear. I saw a garden, and in it were my grandma and my great-grandma. My great-grandma came to me and told me to tell my grandpa to stop being such a putz, which I did not understand until I woke up from the surgery. She also told me to tell him and my mother that she loved them both. My grandma spoke to me next, and she told me to tell my mom and brother John that she loved them also. Then, out of nowhere, I heard a voice that to me sounded like God. The voice told me to hold on and that good things were coming my way. When I finally woke up from surgery, I told everyone about what I had seen. I prepared myself for the fact that they were probably not going to believe me. When I told my grandpa what my great-grandma had told me, his face was overcome with shock and disbelief. As it turns out, she would often call him a putz when he was a young boy, which made him walk out of the room because he just couldn't believe it. Honestly, when it first happened, I didn't really know what to think. I wasn't sure if I believed it myself. But looking back, I know that I saw heaven and that I heard God and my grandma and my great-grandma that day. The constant surgeries that I had to deal with during school put a great burden on my personal life. 
I didn't have a lot of friends, and being social with my peers was almost impossible. There were times when I felt so alone, and as if I was a burden to my parents and family. I had many scary thoughts after some of the surgeries, and there were moments when I contemplated committing suicide because of how awful they were. Looking back, I feel that the only way I got through some of those surgeries was because of God. He really helped me through the pain and recovery, and without Him, I don't think I would have been here today. I definitely struggled during those times, but luckily, I had God to fall back on. When discussing my disability with my mom, she has told me that there were problems before I was born, but I don't specifically know to what extent the issues were. I do know, however, that my disability was not an accident. This is the path that God had chosen for me because he knows that I am capable of fighting and overcoming my weaknesses. I am determined to live my life as best as I can, and with God by my side, anything is possible. There you have it, an abridged version of Chapter 2 of the book, Never Give Up, How I Stayed Strong Through Life's Challenges by Alex Price, just a delightful friend that I have. He, by the way, is a wonderful, wonderful Fox 8 viewer and supporter. He's always out there, and if he can't watch Fox 8 News live, which he does most times, he does record it to make sure that he doesn't miss anything that we have to say on Fox 8. Alex, thank you so much for allowing me to share part of your story. And if you, the Weather Jazz audience, would like to get a copy of Alex's book, I will provide the link on episode 350, weatherjazz.com. Hope you enjoyed today's Open Line Friday episode. Help me to spread the word about this podcast inside your sphere of influence. Social media, email, eyeball to eyeball. That's my favorite way. Special thanks to all of you who partner to support Weather Jazz. And I love Fridays. I always tell you, I get to brag on the people that step alongside me and make this program what it is, giving me all of the tools that I need to make it a really successful and easy-to-listen-to podcast. My special thanks goes to Andrea Rich from Tennessee. From Ohio, we have Dale Osborne, Will and Tonya Krause and family, Brian and Christine Barnes, and Rose Moore. In Florida, Bill Martin. In Virginia, Neil and Don Manasa. And by the way, I have a special message from Neil. He was a guest recently on Weather Jazz about beekeeping. And I'll have an update from him momentarily. And also from the state of Vermont, Victoria Singer and Kean Galunas. And now that quick little update from Neil Manasa. And he says, for your Weather Jazz Friday listeners... Here is a bee garden update. The bees have done their pollination job so well that we have begun canning wax beans and green beans about a week ago. So far, we have canned 17 pints of beans and are picking about two pints a day. Our 14 tomato plants are laden with about 70 to 100 pounds of tomatoes on the vine and the blossoms keep coming. 
50 pounds of potatoes were harvested from two eight-foot rows of plants. We can't seem to turn off the cucumber plants, which are giving us four to six cukes per day. I can't even imagine what the zucchini will provide. And Neil adds, for emphasis, want bumper crops? Get yourself some bees. Thanks, Neil, for a great update. May your canning days be many and plentiful and fruitful or vegetableful, whichever applies. By the way, if you'd like to add your name to the supporter list, just go to weatherjazz.com, click on the supporter tab. You'll see the list of people that support Weather Jazz and the way that you can place your name on that list. We're always looking for anybody else to get involved in that way. If you have a question or a topic suggestion, I always welcome your input. You can easily reach me at weatherjazz at yahoo.com and also via voicemail. You can do that through the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line 234-525-5888. Go to weatherjazz.com and click on the Contacts tab for those email addresses and numbers. It's the weekend. Hope you have something great planned with you and your family and or friends. And we'll catch you right here on Monday. Weather and science across the globe. The Weather Jazz Podcast.